So I gave a event last week and um, I shared another podcast, another story from the event, but I would love to share another story from the event last week. So there was this really successful guy. He uh, he owned a successful owns a co- successful company, um, and uh, he's doing really well. And uh, but he is in the um, he is selling um, how do I say this flowers? So he's fl- selling flowers in Holland, and I I did some coaching to him in front of the group. It was fun and. Um, so his his question was, and it's always funny to and interesting to to listen to what's behind the question. I I almost never really answer the question. I always look like what's behind the question. So his question was, is 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 all this stuff relevant for me? Because I'm selling flowers to business to business. You know, I don't sell uh, directly to consumers. And uh, so things I learn about, I don't know, Periscope or podcasting or whatever it's not really relevant for me. So should I, is this like a limiting belief or should I change my business or what should I do? So then I asked the question like, what's your business and, and how many customers do you have? He's like, well, we sell uh, directly to uh, bigger stores and um, and um, export. And I asked him like, do, does you, do, do your flowers have something um, special. He's like, well, not really, because there are flowers, you know, we can't brand those flowers or whatever. I said, okay, no problem. And then I asked, like, how many customers do you have? Well, we have around 500. And, um, and his, and then he started sharing that he uh, probably wants to change the business model because, um, you know, those, those people, they, that buy their flowers, they can simply switch to other uh, distributors who also sell the flowers and so it's a risky business model because if they just simply switch to other distributors um, they lose business and you know it could go wrong so his thinking was like how can I diversify my business and like he had all these ideas because it was a really risky business model and uh, and then I asked the question like okay you have 500 customers how many customers could you have like are there more people that could actually buy from you he's like oh yeah yeah, yeah. there were like, like thousands extra that's okay interesting and so basically what you want to do is you want to change your whole business model um, because it's a risky business model people can they can go away they can simply switch from you to a competitor, and then you lose the customers. He goes, yeah, yeah, I want to uh, change the business model because this is too risky. <clears throat> and then I asked him, and this was, this was an awesome moment, and I love this stuff, man. I love business, I love entrepreneurs. Uh, I asked him, like, okay, last year, how many of your current customers switched to uh, a competitor? And then he started laughing. He was like, um, two or three? I was like, okay, so out of 500 people, Two or three customers, they switched to a competitor. What about the year before? And he was like, uh, again, like two or three. And uh, and then I asked him, like, how how many conversations did you have about this thing, like with your coworkers or, by, or with your partners? And he was like, yeah, a lot. You know, like we had a lot of conversations about this. And I spoke about this in a previous podcast, which which is called the Mention Factor. And uh, this is sort of the opposite of the mentioned factor because 
this is actually not worth talking about. This is just business. And uh, I gave him the advice of forget about all the different business models to protect your downside because your downside is that you might lose a couple of customers, but your focus should not be on saving those customers. That's just part of business. Uh, your focus should be like, okay, how do we get to 500 or 1,200 customers next year? And his eyes lit up and he was like, man, I've been, I've been, I've been thinking so dark about this topic. And I explained him, like, we as entrepreneurs, we are really, really, really good at um, creating um, great scenarios for the future. But we are also really great at creating bad scenarios for the future. And in his mind, he lost all those customers to his competitors. But it's actually just uh, a fantasy. It's, it, it will probably never happen. And uh, and he was like, okay, thank you. So that was an interesting thing. And so the lesson for today is like, do we, how many of your dark fantasies, and when I say dark fantasies, I mean bad fantasies about business, like uh, worries about what could have happened or what could happen, how many actually came true? And most of the time they don't come true. It's actually a fantasy. Most of our worries are a fantasy. And his worries were a fantasy. And um, so actually, I, you know, I woke him up like, dude, no worries, just keep working and, 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 and do make money in the time that you actually live in. Like really get all the business out of the business. Think about expansion, think about growth, think about sales, and forget about those few customers that actually would go to other competitors because you, you, you probably don't want those customers anyway. So, um, yeah, you know, stop worrying, stop fantasizing and start building the business and grow the business and claim the territory in your market and claim, you know, your, your, your actually claim the market and really go for growth instead of uh, protecting your downside too much because it's the wrong focus, man. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Hope you enjoyed it. Take care. Bye.